Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Late Time Football. Welcome to another match reaction show. And uh, what a game. What a game. I mean, you've got to say at the end of that, what a game. Uh, it's finished Arsenal 3, Manchester United 2. A well deserved win for Arsenal. And I think there were a lot of tactical. Uh, Errors that Manchester United made, especially in that second half, I thought um, there's a few questions that need to be answered. I mean, another thing as well is for the second straight game, a late, late goal that they conceded. So, um, again, they've done that. That would be a concern as well. And because, I mean, the reality is going to this game, I did not expect United to win this game at all. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm actually a little bit disappointed in Arsenal this first three because I thought they could have won more comfortably. Maybe they should have won more comfortably as well. They kind of made it difficult for themselves, I feel, a little bit. But um, I expected the Arsenal to win. But uh, the reality is there are questions that need to be answered, the things that need to be done. But I think the positive that United can take is that they went into this game obviously undercooked, obviously underprepared, um, and they still managed to fight. And I think that's important right, to point out the fact that they fought. Um, but the big test will now be from a Manchester United perspective. We don't talk about the goals, but I think from a Manchester United perspective, the important thing going into the next games now is they've, dro- they've dropped, you know, they basically picked up four points from nine. Um, they've lost to Arsenal, they've drawn with Crystal Palace, and can they recover from that? Can they, We've seen this team fall apart in the past. Um, can they now fight and, and show their mettle and not fall apart? I think that's, that's the key question, that's the key uh, thing to be answered. I think if anybody had any delusions as well about United challenging for the title, I think that has now been answered. That that was never going to happen. That that isn't going to happen. I don't think it was ever going to happen anyway. Because this squad, and, and again, you can come back to that as well. We'll talk about the squad as well. But let's talk about the goals first. And the first goal from Rashford is just sensationally taken. At first, I thought you know the goalkeeper was at fault because I'm still going to save that. Uh, but it's a sloppy pass from Thomas Partey first of all. Um, and then Rashford just takes a wonderful touch and a wonderful run that he takes it away from party and he scores a brilliant goal. I thought Ramsdale was at fault at first, but actually it's a very very good shot because it's right in that corner. I don't think the goalkeeper, any goalkeeper in the world is saving that. And I think that was a really good shot. It's one that it was against the runner play because I thought Arsenal were the better team uh, at the start of the game. Anyway, I don't think I don't think you know I don't think that goal that goal pretty much came out of nowhere. Really, it was an Arsenal error that led to that goal, and um, you kind of felt like uh, it was a bit more than what United deserved at that point. But you know, you make your own luck, and sometimes big games are decided like that by one moment of sloppiness. And you know, we could have been done that way, but then United just. That's United. They, they, you know, they don't like to do things the easy way, do they? So uh, they let Arsenal back in. Again, it comes from before that corner. So no, it just comes before there was a corner. You know, Martinez passes it to David De Gea. I'm not sure why this thing happens when Martinez passes it to David De Gea. I don't know why they do that. Unless you're going to let David De Gea get a bit of a role and you know, put a ball over the top. There's no point in passing it to De Gea. He's just going to pass it to Shaw and Bissaka. So I'm not sure what that strategy was. And maybe somebody can explain it to me. But... It comes to the air, he passes it to Van Bissaka, and Van Bissaka loses the ball and it goes out for a corner. From the corner, um, it, it, again, it's creating trouble for yourself unnecessarily, right? But from the corner, the few, string of few passes together, it's a beautiful pass from Gane Chaka. Again, this is where you, you miss Casemiro. I said Casemiro was going to, and anybody would have told you Casemiro was going to be a big miss, and that's why, because you don't. If Casemiro was there, he would probably be picking up Jaka. And even nobody was picking up Jaka. So he has a free run, uh, it's a free uh, you know, pass for him to make, and he puts in a wonderful cross in. Eddie and Ketia scores. 
it's it's one all and at that point to me when it was one all i really felt like arsenal were going it's just just one win in the game other arsenal was just going to blow united away i thought that would happen it didn't quite happen that way the united still fought and fought and fought when you could tell the quality was not there and then you come to the second half and it becomes 2-1 again it's it's such a it's such sloppy play from uh, eriksen there he loses the ball first and then he cannot keep uh, saka away he just let saka run past him and it's 2-1 it's a beautiful shot from saka by the way he's had an outstanding season a lot of people are talking about marcus rashford my thing saka has had a really really good season and this is why i need to talk about christian eriksen i think a lot of people don't talk enough about christian eriksen the fact is in many of these big games away from home especially he looks like a liability he does look like a liability and i think it's time to mention that um, because if you see casemiro and bruno do a lot of work covering for him and he does he does have the ability of putting passes together but that physicality is such such a big big letdown like he, he can't compete physically and that means often times he gets bullied off the ball or often times he won't be able to make the tackles or be in the places that he needs to be defensively and that's a big issue especially in the big games and uh, mctominay is not up to it i don't think fred is the answer as such and that you know leaves the question as to who can do that box to box role who can you know make the tackles or also make the passes even somebody um i don't know if united have that in midfield i just don't think they have that so um but it was 2-1 there and, um, and then it, you know and out of get out of nothing it becomes 2-2 again out of nowhere united should not have scored two goals in this game but they got the second goal ramsdale was at fault this time uh you know he just flaps at it and again this goes back to i think that what i said i think uh, for the game against spurs yes louis the same thing he comes on and flaps at it but some reason goalkeepers feel the need to come out unless you're going to catch it there's no need to come out on a shot like that he just comes on in fact he took it off the head of his own player because one player probably would have headed away i think it was saliba or gabriel who was there and they could probably head it now gabriel think of saliba he would have headed it away and he just comes and flaps at it and uh, it falls to martinez and Martinez that's a wonderful header actually but then you, the more you look at it it's such a beautiful header that just loops and goes in the kind of one where you those are the frustrating ones as a defender because the ones where you think oh, i could have got it i could have got it but then you just can't get it and goes in so two two there and after that strange the united just stepped dug deep and i feel like then i kind of figured out that's it we're not going to get any better than this i was surprised he didn't bring on garnacho because i really thought uh, especially the 75 minute i thought take off vegas because vegas his hold up play was good throughout the game but your styling towards the end wasn't really coming off as much so i would just brought the garnacho to bash the front because garnacho has the ability to make things happen you just put somebody in there and another problem and this is what again i i feel it but this this is what cost him cost him a little bit against palace as well putting bruno on the right and the reason why he put bruno on the right is because he had to bring fred into the middle i mean anthony for me was probably the worst player on the pitch so he probably had to come up but i would have brought on garnacho and i probably would have taken up alexson for fred uh, but for some reason he brought on fred for anthony put bruno on the right the problem with that when you put bruno on, on the right of course you do lose that midfield you you do lose that little bit of creativity in midfield but the bigger thing is bruno does a lot of running in that midfield i think that's something that has gone under the radar the amount of defensive work that bruno does um is is incredible and you lose that as soon as he goes on the right you lose that you lose that midfield and they lost that midfield battle right there and then they lost it because uh, as good as fred is in covering and tackling he can't really hold the ball you need people to hold the ball and he can't do that mctominay can't do that eriksen couldn't do it on his own so at that point you kind of just lost that and then it was just hanging on desperation and he knew a goal was coming and it eventually came i i, I just had a, i mean you know i don't think there was any point where he felt ah you know this is going to be a draw i think it always felt like one team was going to win it and you always felt that arsenal were going to win it probably for the 75th minute and they did score a goal it's a beautifully worked ball and again van bissaka at fault like playing um and getting on side he's got to get forward faster 
And I do think at times he looked a bit lazy. Again, for that Enketia goal as well, he looked lazy. He let Enketia run past him and he scored. So, to me, that was a bit of lazy. And, and, and again, it was a good finish from Enketia. That's actually a very good finish. That's a better header that he could because he actually to contort his body and put it in. He did a beautiful job. And we got to talk about Enketia. I mean, a player who many people thought, uh, you know, Arsenal would be in trouble. They don't really have a backup for Jesus. He's actually a better goal scorer than, than Jesus, I think, because Jesus misses a hell of a lot of chances. And Kete doesn't miss that many. He seems to be scoring goals. Uh, he seems to be a better goal scorer. Maybe Jesus is the better all-round player. And I, and I think that's fair to make an assessment if you want to make that assessment. But I feel Nketi is the better goal scorer than Jesus. And I think that would be an interesting choice to make once Jesus is fit as to who you pick between the two. But uh, Nketi is brilliant as at stats 3-2. And, and that's the game right there. And again, um, it, it's a, it again goes back to there. And I need to mention Man Bissaka as well. Yeah, I think Man Bissaka has had a good resurgence since you know the, the World Cup. But this game, and possibly the last couple of games that he's played, I think it's encapsulated the problem that Man Bissaka has and that and the Manchester City game as well. The reality is he's a good squad player for a team that's chasing top four. He's not really a starter for a team that's supposed to be challenging for titles. If that's where United want to go, he's, they're going to need to buy a new right back in the summer. They definitely are going to need to buy someone. They're going to have to sell him. Uh, whether the money is there or not is a different matter, but they, they can't hold on to him. So that was there. Uh, three twos, a great result for Arsenal, by the way. Fantastic performance. A deserved win. Um, I thought everybody, now, I don't think anybody Arsenal had a bad game. I think, I think the stinkers were probably Anthony. I made a really, really bad poor game. And and again, I don't see what he offers to Manchester United aside from being left footed. There, there, there's obvious flaws in his game, and I don't know what you can do with a player like that because he doesn't have the pace. So you can't teach pace. And for some reason, he's scared to take his man on. And I think that's probably because of his lack of pace because he's worried that he's not going to be able to get past and he's going to give the ball away. Um, he does offer work rate, but I think that also kind of diminished a little bit in the second half. Um, you know, he was kind of letting Zinchenko run free and stuff. So I don't see how much he, what he offers at this point in time, and he needs a lot of work. I, I don't know. I don't know where, where he goes from there, but that's a, that's a big issue with Anthony. And um, you know, the, I mean, that midfield was a problem. Scott McTominay, one header. That's the thing with Scott McTominay. He'll always win you headers. He'll always win you, uh, you know, the ball in the air. He's he's got he's got his height, but when it comes to actually holding the ball and pulling putting passes together, doing all that, he can't really do it. So that's another area of concern that they don't have a replacement. I don't have a replacement for Casemiro at all. They don't have a replacement now, and it will see. Even at this Ericsson, you can probably replace with Fred, but there's nobody you're going to replace Casemiro. So, what do you do? Um, and inevit inevitably, when he might miss games or he might get injured, so issues there, and that issues are the reason why I think United were never in a title challenge ever. But that is those issues also the reason why I think they will struggle in a top four race. Now, this weekend won't be that bad because Liverpool and Chelsea picked up a drop with each other, Newcastle also drew. So that was a and you know, we'll see what Spurs do against Fulham. But the reality is that this weekend was not so bad for them, this result. But the reality is uh, that squad is, is threadbare. It's threadbare for that reason. I, I'm still unsure about whether top four finish is guaranteed. Like some people are thinking it's not. I think there's still a long, long way to go. And we'll have to see what United do. The key question, of course, is how they fight. For Arsenal, this is a massive result. The fact that they went 1-0 down and they came back up 2-1. Then you get pegged back 2-2. And the opposition team has scored two goals pretty much out of nothing. Um, that can always deflate you as a team. And they really played very well. And sometimes you play well and you don't get what you deserve. But they got what they deserve this time. They made sure that they got it. They took the game as stuff on the leg. They made sure that they created the chances and they got that goal. And that this is going to give them a lot of confidence. They've got Manchester City next week. That's going to be a massive game. 
next weekend. Uh, it's in the FA Cup though, but still is a massive game. And I think this game will give them a lot of confidence to go. Yes, we can win the title. We can actually win the title, and and that is something that I that I have to see. I mean, from 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 my perspective, I don't want City to win the title. I'm pretty open about that. I don't really want City to win the title. I think the league needs City not to win the title. So from that perspective, this game was a win either way. Like United win, United win, if Arsenal win, City don't. City kind of get back back. So for me, this this, this was a no no loss situation. So I'm happy that Arsenal won actually. You know, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. Anyway, let me know what you thought in the comments, of course, about the game. What do you think? What do you think could have been done different? Do you think you know United could have tried something else? Do you think Arsenal uh, could have maybe done more? Uh, you know, do Arsenal have any areas of concern that they need to look at as well? Let me know in the comments. Of course, always happy to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Do remember to subscribe to the channel, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere, and we'll see you again very very soon. Take care. Bye. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.